Okay, hello. How are you guys doing? <laughs> this is so random. Okay, so what's happening? What's happening? I'm going live because uh, I've, I've just kind of like committed to the idea that I need to document the whole process of my preparation for Sunday. Uh, in case you don't know, <laughs> I do this a lot. Uh, but I'm trying to document my preparation for uh, my sermon this coming Sunday. I'm speaking at a church in London I've never been to before. It's the Chinese church in London. And they've assigned me a passage that I need to look at. So the idea is I'm trying to just be as open and honest about all the behind-the-scenes work that goes into preparing a sermon on Sunday. Um, stuff like reading the passage or doing commentary work or even stuff like this, you know, thinking about what goes into preparing these things. And so it's kind of, kind of random, you know. <laughs> I'm actually like doing my laundry now. So actually, I don't know if she can bring you to see it. We're just waiting for my laundry to be done. Uh, and yeah, you can probably see. Yeah, waiting for it to be done. So there it is. It's, it's just in a spin cycle, sorry, draining cycle. It's just there rinses, waiting for that to be done. And honestly, honestly, I am just so tired right now. It's like, I don't know what time it is. It's like, oh, almost 11. And I really want to go to bed. But I know that every little bit that I do now really, really helps if I can just prepare a little bit, think about it, sleep over it. Tomorrow there's less to do and there's more to work on. So that's what I'm going to do while well, I'm waiting for my laundry to finish. And, you know, just before I go to bed. And, oh, yeah, what happened this morning? No, this, this evening was so random as well. I just had music practice with my band. Yes, I have a band. And we just... We just started it like two weeks ago. It's uh, made up of friends from my lab. And so I've packed up, let me show you, I've packed up all my equipment into this luggage bag, <laughs> this huge thing, it, just to give you a scale. Huh? It's like this, it's this big. Yeah, it's got stuff in it. It's got my speakers, it's got cables, it's got microphones. And I'm also going to bring my keyboard over tomorrow because, because uh, at the end of the day on Friday, there's going to be like drinks and stuff. And we thought this would be the perfect time to debut our first performance as a band. So we were frantically practicing a few songs this evening, uh, just trying to get it as tight as possible. But really, we're just jamming together this evening. Uh, and we're going to play for the first time tomorrow in our lab. That's how we call it, Lab Jam. That's the name of our band. I'm going to play a few songs, uh, lots of classics, uh, one Beatles song, one Guns N' Roses, and I think one Eagles song. Yeah. <clears throat> and maybe a John, uh, John Lennon? No, not John Lennon. What's that guy's name? The guy who plays the piano with the glasses. Yeah, one of his songs as well. So yeah, so we just finished that practice and uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of tired, but I still need to wait for the laundry anyway. So I'm going to do the stream and just make some notes about the stuff I'm looking at this coming Sunday. Super last minute. This is so super last minute. It's so random. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, let's look at Genesis chapter 8. Maybe just the first few verses. Uh -huh. Just the first few verses to track with what's happening in this passage. Uh, God, please help me. Help me with this preparation. Uh, thank you again for the opportunity, but help me to understand it for myself such that when I do 
say anything about this, it would be faithful, it would be clear, um, just helpful to the people listening to this on Sunday. So, okay, so Genesis chapter 8, uh, but God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark, and he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. So it, make, it begins with God remembering Noah and all the animals inside the ark, inside the boat. And when he remembered what he did was he sent a wind that caused all the waters to recede. And this is picking up from Genesis chapter 7 when the waters have covered the entire earth. It's just been flooded and everyone dies on the earth because they've drowned in the water. It's a sign of God's judgment upon the sin of the entire world. And the only people who are safe are Noah and his sons and his wife and his son's wives on this boat together with all these animals. And it says in the beginning that God remembered. God remembered Noah. And as a cause of God remembering or bringing to mind that, hey, there's this guy that has saved, God sends his wind. And I think I noted somewhere, um, I put it in a blog piece, I think I posted that up on Instagram, that God remembering something in the Old Testament uh, happens 73 times or something like that, quite a lot of times. And it's not a sign of God forgetting something, but a sign of God remembering and bringing to mind the people whom he loves. And every time it says God remembers something, he saves someone. Every time he remembers something, he saves someone. In this case, it saves Noah. He sends his spirit, sends his wind, and he causes the judgment to recede, to take, be taken away, put it that way. Uh, verse 2, Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens have been closed and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth. And you keep seeing this process of the water lowering and lowering and lowering or receding. Sometimes you use the term receding for hairline. <laughs> like your, your hairline is, is getting less and less and less, so pulling back. And in this case, the water is being pulled back. It's lowering. And this is a very painful description of something that happens over a long time. Imagine, you know, seeing water just go down the drain bit by bit. You know, you fill up your sink with water and then you unplug the sink and you just see it go down. <laughs> Especially if the sink is stuck, it takes a very long time. And that's what happens here for a really long time. Uh, let's see, verse 3, at the end of 150 days, the water had gone down. Sorry, I'm not sure you can hear my laundry on the spin cycle. Yeah, so that's spinning the water. That's very fast. But in this case, it doesn't. It goes down 150 days. Imagine doing your laundry and waiting 150 days for the washing machine to empty out the water. Noah is in this boat waiting for a long, 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 long time for the water to go down. It says in verse 4, and on the 17th day of the seventh month, you can think of it like 17th of July, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat, the waters continued to recede <laughs> until the 10th month, October. And on the first day of the 10th month, the tops of the mountains became visible. I think that's, that's just something to reflect on already. Now, why is there so much? Why is there so much description about this waters going lower and lower and lower? You know, what's the importance of that? 
In fact, it seems to be as much descriptions of the water going lower and lower and lower as it was in chapter 7, the water is rising higher and higher and higher. I think it's because it's a picture of God's reversal of judgment. God's reversal of judgment. You see, God's judgment comes upon the earth by reversing creation. You know, creation is God separating the waters from the earth. God creating life on the earth. But when God brings about judgment, he kind of like, place in reverse. He removes life. He covers the, the earth again with this water. And so by removing this judgment, it's a double reverse, I guess. <laughs> Does that make sense? He reverses what he reversed before. And it's kind of like talking about the symbolism of salvation in the new creation. So he saves Noah, but in, in saving him, he creates this new creation. He takes away the waters. He separates the land from the sea again. You start seeing, you know, dry land. You start seeing the sky again. And this separation and separation is reminiscent of Genesis chapter 1, when God is creating the world, the heavens, the seas, the land, and the seas again yeah, from Genesis chapter 1. So it's an act of recreation of new creation in this symbolism of God um, saving Noah. Yeah, and I guess it's giving us a very cosmic picture of salvation. You know, in order for God to save us, actually God is bringing salvation on the whole of his creation. Now, this salvation thing is a very personal thing. Yes, God is saving us from our sins. God is removing judgment from our lives. But really, it's part of this cosmic, eternal plan of God redeeming his whole creation. And at the center of this redemption of the whole creation, of the whole universe, of everything that it exists that he created, is his love for us, is his relationship with us, and it all begins with his knowledge of us. Hence verse 1 again. God remembered Noah. God bringing us to mind. God thinking of us in the midst of all his judgment, God's love. In the midst of all his condemnation, God's forgiveness. In the midst of all this destruction, he gives us this new life in this salvation, in this new creation, new heavens and a new earth. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's enough for now. My, my laundry is done. So I'm going to pick up my laundry, hang it up, and I'm going to fun gaolo, fun gaolo. And tomorrow morning uh, is lab jam time. I'm going to uh, play with the guys, play at work. I hope it works out. Uh, even if it doesn't, you know, it's just fun. Fun already to hang out with the guys, to play with them, and to do something together. Uh, I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, I do pray again for that preparation, for that preaching that's happening this coming Sunday. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, please bring to mind you know, what you're speaking to us in this passage. Help us to learn for it, from it. And I think for myself, help me to apply it in a way that really honors you. You know, thinking of your judgment and your salvation, both of which are cosmic, both of which are relational and you know, revelatory, that's a big word, reveals your character and your love. Help me to live this out in the life you have given me. Help me to speak this in faithfulness through the gospel. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, enough, enough. Yep. Bye-bye.